Hello again and welcome back to Daily Devotions with North Clay Baptist Church. We are reading today through Exodus chapters 27 through 29 as we're continuing to work through the entire Bible in one year. Now in today's readings, we're going to see further requirements for the tabernacle and even some of the requirements for the priestly garments. And if you're somewhat of a nerd like me, some of these things are, are actually very interesting. You like seeing all of the small details in these different requirements for the tabernacle. But I do know that for a lot of us, reading through these sections of the Old Testament can be somewhat um, uh, cumbersome. Uh, and that's why we have to always keep in mind that these things are intended to point us to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And even if you could become an expert in the Old Testament text or an expert in sort of ancient Jewish practice, but you miss the gospel, you miss the ultimate meaning of these things, then you've missed the point completely. And so we want to make sure that we're not just reading history, we're not just memorizing history, but we're seeing the ultimate meaning behind the history, the redemptive history, namely pointing to the person and the work of Jesus Christ. And so that's the big picture question we're asking as we read through the book of Exodus. And that's really the question we need to ask as we read throughout the entire New and Old Testament is how do these things point me to Jesus Christ? And so today, I wanted to read for us a small section uh, from chapter 29. We're going to look at uh, verses 38 through the rest of the chapter. And there we read, Now this is what you shall offer on the altar. Two lambs a year old, day by day, regularly. One lamb you shall offer in the morning, and the other lamb you shall offer at twilight. And with the first lamb, a tenth measure of fine flour mingled with a fourth of a hen of beaten oil and a fourth of a hint of wine for a drink offering. The other lamb you shall offer at twilight, and shall offer it with a grain offering and its drink offering, as in the morning for a pleasing aroma, a food offering to the Lord. It shall be a regular burnt offering throughout your generations at the entrance of the tent of meeting before the Lord, where I will meet with you to speak to you there. There I will meet with the people of Israel, and it shall be sanctified by my glory. I will consecrate the tent of meeting and the altar, Aaron also and his sons I will consecrate to serve me as priests. I will dwell among the people of Israel and will be their God, and they shall know that I am the Lord their God who brought them out of the land of Egypt, that I might dwell among them. I am the Lord their God. And so we see the first thing that stands out as we read this is that they were to offer two sacrifices a day, one in the morning and one at twilight, both lambs a year old. And we saw in verse 42 that they're told it shall be a regular burnt offering throughout your generations at the entrance of the tent of meeting. And so in order for God to dwell with his people, in order for God to meet with his people, there was an ongoing sacrifice that had to be made. And we kind of alluded to this in yesterday's reading. And in order for God to meet with his people, there was two offerings that had to be made every single day throughout all their generations. And when we read this, especially in our Western uh, American experience, uh, we can't even fathom the idea of having to make two sacrifices a day, every day. Uh, but this was the regular practice of the people of Israel in order for God to meet with them. The priest had to make sacrifices every day, multiple sacrifices every day in order that God would dwell amongst his people. And so as we read this, the thing that we need to recognize, again, as we've already mentioned in previous, uh, previous devotions, that the God of the Old Testament is the same as the God of the New Testament. And so this requirement for a sacrifice to be made 
in order for God to dwell with his people, still stands. Which should honestly bring us, uh, force us to pause for a second and say, okay, if there's a sacrifice that needs to be made in order for God to dwell with his people, well, then I'm hopelessly lost because, number one, I don't make these sacrifices, and two, how could these sacrifices ever be sufficient? And again, what we read in the New Testament is that Jesus offered the ultimate sacrifice on behalf of his people, namely the sacrifice of his own body on the cross. And not only do we read that he made this sacrifice for us, but we read that this sacrifice was accepted by the Father, by the Father as it was confirmed in his resurrection. And then as we read through the book of Hebrews, we read in the first chapter that after making purifications for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the Father, meaning that his sacrifice was sufficient. When we see that two sacrifices had to be made daily in order for God to dwell with his people, we recognize that sitting down was not really an option for the priests because there was constantly work to be done. There was constantly sacrifices that had to be made. And yet we read that Jesus, the greater high priest, after making purifications for sins, he sat down because his sacrifice was sufficient to cover us, to atone for our sins so that we could dwell in the presence of Almighty God forever and ever.